go for Papa Palpatine. You have a collect call from... Darth Vader. Ugh, I, I gotta take this. Hold on. Vader, how's my favorite Sith? Whoa, 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 whoa. Just slow down. Huh? What do you mean they blew up the Death Star? Oh, well, who's they? What the hell is an aluminum falcon? And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday. Waffle Box. With your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Welcome to Overbox, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing, all at the same time. Come out from episode 48, we celebrate May the 4th be with you. We dedicate morning time to the death of Netflix, discuss the Mort Northman, and so much more. I am Mike Fish, and I am joined, as always, by main man over to the right. It's Mr. Kush Hayes. Kush, how you doing, buddy? May the force be good with you, Mike Fish. What's good, y'all? Happy Star Wars Day. I guess may the fourth be with you. Um, and then all by Revenge of the Fifth, which is always fun. Did you know there's a whole Star Wars month now? It's it's all in May, but they they do really really weird celebrations, man. Like you know, obviously May the fourth and and Revenge of the Fifth, but then there's also like. Well, they celebrate the date. Uh, Star Wars Day is actually May 25th. That's the original date that they had. But then they got real weird things like, you know, Empire Celebration Day. And uh, it's the 501st Regional One Day. Um, by the way, those, those are the stormtroopers. I actually think they Why might are you be celebrating stormtroopers? They're evil. They're... They're, they're they're a whole thing dude there's the 501st regiment or i don't even know if i'm pronouncing that correctly but yeah dude they uh and then they're trying to squeeze in like you know on this day 20 years ago uh phantom menace came out we need to celebrate that in may too and it's like no it's enough it's enough you, you guys can have may the 4th and you can have star wars day on the 25th and just keep that shit to yourself knock it off i appreciate fandom but enough yeah that's what don't get me started on the, the Star Wars Day, the the twenty something, whatever when, because that's when Obi Wan Kenobi's coming out on Disney Plus. It's I get I get where they were coming from, but surely from a marketing standpoint, it makes sense. It would have made way more sense oh, to sure. release it on May the fourth. Uh, and they could have done it either day. They could have done it either day. No, but uh, I think I think just as a mainstream thing, way more people know May the fourth than. The other one, for example, I you you said it thirty seconds ago, and I have no idea what the date is. <laughs> Twenty something. You're not missing anything. The twenty fifth. Twenty fifth. Um, yeah, I have to say I'm excited for the Obi Wan show as a I'm concept, as a concept. Um, but I have not been really. None of the D plus shows have been bad. I'll, you know, even Hawkeye was tolerable. Like I look forward to seeing Hawkeye again the next week because it was the Christmas season. Like, oh, I hope he gets home to the family. But they've all, in their own ways, been disappointing. At least to me. I'm just interested to see the Obi Wan Kenobi show. Just based on their run so far with Mandalorian, Boba Fett. I'm wondering how they're going to shoe in the Mandalorian somehow because that seems what they do. I mean, it's on Tatooine and they keep going back to Tatooine. So that's that's going to be a very easy fit if they decide to do that. Um, however, I'm not excited. 
to hear. I forget if it was just a rumor or if it's been confirmed. I know Am. I know Hayden Christensen is in fact in the series. I, I don't like the fact that, that they have like a face off or something. They, they've teased like they're gonna have a face off. They're gonna they're gonna do battle again. I'm like, oh no. Yeah, there's no. a problem with prequel type things because oh they're gonna have a, but we know what happens because of future thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We know um, Anakin doesn't die because he becomes Darth Vader event. You know what I mean? It's like, ugh, ugh, why are you doing that? No, well, the, the whole thing with the the prequels was seeing how he made his transition to Darth Vader, and even again, that was extremely disappointing. Like that transition should have happened in Episode Two, and then Episode Three should have all been like him learning how to be this big bad Sith. You know, and then like, oh. Well, I guess I'll kill everybody on this planet. I mean, I, I wouldn't, I, no one have thought I was going to kill children last week, but I did that too. So, all right, let's do this. You know, like that, that's what Revenge of the Sith should have all been about. But uh, what do I know? I'm just a guy in his I, mom's basement. I just hope they do justice to Darth Vader because other than the movies where he is Darth Vader, that the original, mm-hmm. his character, well, his entire family is a bit of a bitch. Eh. <laughs> I well, but even I his like grandson Skywalker. in the late, like the more latest ones, bit of a bitch. Kylo Ren, yeah. Oh yeah, Kylo Ren, yeah. He's he's a child. He, he, you know, that whole episode seven, like he throws just some of the wildest temper tantrums. But it's always crying, always crying. He's he's emotional. He's emo. You know, inside <laughs> him he's good, but yeah, he, he, for some reason he he wants to be bad. It was a very it was an interesting character, but a bad execution and not a. Uh, any fault of uh, Adam, what's his name? Driver. Adam Driver. Great dude. Great dude. Strangely good looking. Like, I think it's some confidence thing. He got that maybe. from the US Marines. Because if you write down all the, I mean, I'm not I'm speaking, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying I'm a good looking man, but I am secretly. Um, if you wrote down all the characteristics of what being a good looking man would be, he doesn't really match any of them, but for some reason it works. He's just a Good looking guy. He makes it work. He does. He does. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was our little Star Wars bit. We'll be returning to that. Like I said, we've got a Star Wars special trap door coming up. Um, but I wanted to kind of dedicate this first little section of the show because obviously, you know, talking about Disney Plus streaming services, a lot of talk about streaming services, specifically Netflix. Um, mm. that was a good segment. Netflix really shooting themselves in the foot over the last mm. few weeks and months. Um, so I'm going to go through, I've got a couple of bullet points of the main talking points. Obviously there's probably more to do it. Um, but then I'm going to, you know, I have my thoughts on what's going on over at Netflix, um, but I'm going to get Cushy's thoughts. So obviously, so the good news was during the pandemic uh, in 2020, 2021, uh, Netflix added 54.6 million subscribers. So they got a little bit cocky there, but then obviously over that time, you know, Peacock fully launched, Disney Plus fully launched, Paramount Plus rebranded, or CBS rebranded, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but recently, you know, they've been piloting ways of stopping people from sharing passwords, even talking about increasing the prices, uh, doing an ad-supported lower tier. They've recently cut a bunch of their marketing people. Uh, Meghan Markle had her show canceled before it even saw the light of day because of cost cutting and their share price year to date 
And remember, this is May the 4th. So year to date uh, has dropped 60% from $597 to $200 per share. Not a good look. I repeat so, that number again. So they started the year at $597 per share. Mm-hmm. And they're currently, as of, as of recording, it's $200. It's a hell yeah. of a drop. That was a drop. I mean, yeah. So what I mean, I, am, I, am I over-dramatizing it of the, the death, the near death of Netflix? What are your thoughts, Mr. Hayes? I think it is being over-dramatized. So Netflix got to be as big as it was because it was ahead of everybody on this curve. And thus, all, all the distribution platforms came to them. And then they went like, man, Netflix is pulling in like, I don't know, what, 50, 50 million a month? a billion a month like they 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 were making like crazy numbers just per month and then like they're giving us you know why should we we be leasing our content to them why should we give them friends nbc is saying this we should just build our own platform which they kind of already what i'm confused is all these platforms that we now have they already had platforms but for whatever reason they had to rebuild everything i understand rebranding but they had to rebuild an app I never understood that. But anyways, this was inevitable. The writing had been on the walls for at least the last seven years. So Netflix knew there was going to be an HBO Max and they knew there was going to be a, a CBS or a Paramount Plus. They knew about uh, Peacock. They, they, they've known this in advance. And it's because they knew that is why they started going so hard on their original content. And I think they overspent by a lot on all that. But at the same time, they're still... They were still pulling in what a billion dollars a month. Like they 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 only had cash to burn. Um, but then you know, they would have their successes, like their stranger things, and the I guess they bought Cobra Kai, so that doesn't count. But you you know what I'm saying. They're squid games, and you know, they they get everybody talking consistently. And but for every one series that they do have, there's like 20 series you never heard of. Yeah, you're not even familiar with you. You did not see, and if you did see it, you probably didn't like it. Otherwise, we'd be talking about that. So, eventually, even if all the other streaming platforms didn't adapt and evolve and become a thing, Netflix would have eventually just signed up every every person in the world with a subscription, and then there's nowhere to go after that. Like they went really high, but now they have to now they have to find their level. And now they have to compete with their HBO Maxes and their Hulus and the uh, net. Well, they are Netflix, uh, Disney Pluses. I just, I just feel that because they invested a lot, like they went nuts in original content. Like so, they went, mm-hmm. they had a, a movie with Dwayne Johnson and Ryan Reynolds and um, uh, Wonder Woman. Red, yeah, Red Notice, Red, Red Tag. Red, red notice red something something like that yeah so you know and yeah. obviously those we did a review for cheap. it we did so they uh, but i i just feel that maybe they <laughs> kind of went up because obviously during the beginning of the pandemic everyone was locked down and i think pretty much everyone who didn't have a netflix subscription was like fuck it i'll just sign because i'm bored as shit mm-hmm. and so they went through the roof yeah. in subscriptions and i think they just were kind of overly overconfident where it's like okay well this is our level now this is what it's gonna be like now forever and i think obviously recently where people were starting to go back to their old lives they're kind of well i don't need all these streaming services anymore and a lot of people were canceling their netflix 
And I, the troubling thing is because I don't want to go too much into my past of where I worked in England, but that company, but I'm seeing similar traits in that with like the whole password sharing crackdown and the price increase here and there and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. And, and getting rid of some of their marketing department. I fear that rather than going hard after new subscribers, they're just trying to milk the current ones for more money. Mm-hmm. Which uh, is yes, never but... a good... So, I mean, it works in the short term, but in the long term, mm-hmm. it's never a good sign. Well, I mean, once upon a time, Netflix, when it was just renting physical DVDs, physical content, you know, it was 20 bucks a month. And then, you know, they expanded and they got a bigger catalog and they opened up more facilities. And then it had to be 2150 or whatever it was. And then, you know, they started the digital platform and that had to be, you know, 10 bucks because no one really knew. But then again, they had to buy more servers. They invested more money in more content, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then it had to be $15 a month and then $20 a month. And now, you know, I think I paid 23 bucks for Netflix. I have to check. I honestly don't know. It's one of those, it's, it's one of those frustrating things where I'm subscribed to it. But barely look at it, yo. And I remember it's Netflix, we should be thankful for because we understand content distribution a lot better because of them because once upon a time i remember spending like one i was just trying to find a movie but then i ended up spending two hours just filling up my queue or my list with movies and i went i own all these movies now for 20 dollars a month oh my god i probably put 250 titles in that queue in that list i just checked it the other day there's like less than 100 because uh, 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 distribution rights have expired or they've just been transferred to your Peacocks and your HBO Maxes and Netflix just does not hold the rights to them anymore. So I, I don't think they're doomed, but I do think they have to like start tightening the belt. I think they have to start actually focusing on content that people want to watch repeatedly. Like with all their original content, their number one cachet was still The Office until peacock finally just went no more we're keeping that you know? and even to a lesser i mean obviously a lesser extent in the office i'm not saying as popular as the office by no means but to a lesser extent even their marvel titles which i think at the time of original release weren't that hot but i think with mm-hmm. the success of the movies mm-hmm. i i would imagine they were getting quite pulling in quite a bit for netflix and then obviously disney plus took them back so yeah, that was interesting too because we had all figured that those were literally Netflix originals. We figured they owned that content, and I don't know if there's a deal where Marvel just went like, "No, we're just going to buy this outright from you," or like, "Nope, we gave you five years to make something dope. Now we're taking it." And I, so I don't know which one that was, but yeah, that those Marvel shows were quite a surprise. I will say, biggest surprise I've had with Netflix in the last seven years. Iron Fist sucked. But the rest of them Iron Fist good. sucked. Iron Fist definitely sucked. You know, what's funny is I loved all of Daredevil and I liked Jessica Jones and I enjoyed Luke Cage. Uh, I, but we all went into that. Well, thank God this wasn't 20 episodes. Like, we're like Punisher. 10, Did you 10, not like The Punisher? I love The Punisher. 
Punisher's all right. Punisher got a little weirdly a I don't know if apolitical is the right word, but it got a little weirdly political, a little too political for me. Um, but it, and and excessively, excessively just ultra violent. You you know I don't cringe at a lot of stuff. And I went oh my god, uh, several times during the Punisher. Um, Especially if I remember it wasn't, correctly, wasn't it like the final one of the final scenes where? smashed smashed mirror and his face gets dragged down smashed mirror and it's oh, jigsaw yeah it's the, uh, uh. yeah that's hard to watch guys i don't care that's just hard to watch uh i'm just you know I, it's so violent you, you forget you're only focused on the violent and the quality of the story is just like oh it's just overshadowed but yeah the punisher was cool i, I really liked uh um I like the guy who played the Punisher, John Barenthal. So the guy from The Walking Dead first season. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah that's also, by the way, from. side note: if you are listening to the audio version of this, firstly, thank you for listening to this. Um, but may I suggest that you head over to YouTube and watch the video version of this because you can watch what the only way I can describe as the sunglasses version of a lazy eye. That Kush has right now, where no matter how much he adjusts them, his glasses slowly start slanting over. <laughs> ah, it's fuck you. There we go. <laughs> he switched. He's now switched to his Morbius glasses. I got my mirrors on. So, anyway, as we were saying, you know what's fascinating about Netflix is they actually have an entire catalog of their comedy specials on vinyl they're hard to find but they exist it's really weird like dave if you like those dave chappelle's or those first three dave chappelle's those are on vinyl i don't know why you would buy them on vinyl i don't know why they're not on cd or tape as well but they have like an entire catalog of vinyl um and then if you're a stranger things fan they went crazy with the uh the promotion and the Uh, all the gimmicks you can find a lot of merchandise at target the specific targets yeah i bought i bought some stranger things merch from target oh far out and there was like a it was a it was an obscure one though because i'm never a big fan of like i'm not knocking anyone but i'm not a big fan of buying because they tend to look shit when it's just like a t-shirt with the logo or the poster and it just looks tacky whereas this was it looked like I was wearing a hoodie because I went to the high school sort of thing. It was like the high school logo on. So it's kind of like, if you know, you know, kind of merch. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. One strange thing about merch I saw, actually about Stranger Things, I don't know if it counts as merch, but I think it does, is I saw in Target uh, a DVD box set of like one of the seasons. Yeah, yeah. You can still you could buy, buy that stuff. But like, why i mean i guess you own it forever but still it's like mm-hmm. it's more expensive than a month's netflix subscription i guess you own it forever and you can cancel netflix but you still it's forever. weird i don't know but i guess maybe um, now they're ahead of the curve buy it and cancel netflix because netflix is dying soon you can find a couple titles on itunes i bought season one of the cobra kai nine bucks or ten bucks you know and i was like yeah that's 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 still the best season i'm glad i own that I can go back to that right now, watch it, and still enjoy the shit out of it. Um, well, yeah, they. 
I got into a, an argument, a, a, a quasi argument with someone on Twitter one time because we're Why'd both Venture Brothers fans. It happens, dude. I don't I, I don't try and start these fights, but math got involved. Every so, week you're telling me off air about a story about you getting. I interact market. with people and they fucking disagree with me and they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what happens? We're both celebrating the brand new season of the Venture Brothers. I believe it's season, if it's not season five, it's season six. It also coincides on my birthday. So I'm super duper pumped about that, especially since I didn't know it was coming out. And I was like, I'm going to give iTunes $20 right now and I'm going to own the whole thing. And when you do that, it drops 15 minutes after the episode actually premieres, but you get it commercial free. You get it uncensored. No little uh, black bars on genitalia. They can drop the F-bomb. It's all good. And guess what? You still finish the episode before the actual episode ends on Adult Swim. And you own it. It's $20. You've done it. You own it forever. But if you had a subscription to Hulu, and I don't think it's on Hulu anymore, but you know, for seven bucks, You'd pay $7 a month for that content. And someone was like, yeah, I just watch it on Hulu. And I was like, oh, that's great, man. But I'm, you know, for three months of Hulu, you could own it forever. They're like, it's cheaper on Hulu. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I, stopped, I stopped very quickly, Mike Fish, and everybody left with a high five and go team venture. But, uh, you know, that, that happens. Yeah. But yeah, it also, I don't think Netflix is dying, dying. But I, it definitely, I think they'll change, but they definitely need, to, I think they need to relax a little bit more. Just let it, at the time, nothing was broken. So stop trying to fix it. Let people share. Like you're still making billions and billions of dollars when people were sharing passwords with their friends. Like chill mm-hmm. the fuck out. Because well, like I said, a lot too. of people like you, like yourself, good self there, have a subscription to netflix and either don't realize it because they forgot about it or they never watch it and they say oh i just can't be bothered to cancel it if they start getting all this negative pr that's gonna start jogging people to be like actually you know what actually fuck it i am gonna cancel that like just don't rock the boat just keep everyone happy i'm glad i didn't invest in wwe network uh, harder than i did like I, i i ordered it day one Love the shit out of it. Watched it like hardcore for six weeks and then never really came back and pay-per-views. Where are those anymore? What are they really even special at that point? And they don't call them pay-per-views my... anymore. They call them premium live events. Oh, that doesn't roll off the tongue as well. No, it but I at least appreciate the rebranding. Um, but yeah, I still gave them my $9.99 a month. I did that for a year and then I went, like, this is dumb. I got to cancel you. And I don't, I don't remember if that was due to an obligation or I just went like, eh, it's been a year. No, I was happy I did because I subscribed to WWE Network because I'm a mark, but also I subscribed to Peacock for live Premier League soccer. So what happens when they merge the two? Yeah, what did happen when they merged the two? I just canceled WWE Network and continued my Peacock subscription and suddenly I got everything I got for $9.99 on on top of my four, so I was saving ten. I say I was basically saving ten dollars a month. It was awesome. Oh, that's weird. Okay, but yeah. Anyway, I've gotten somehow we, we always end up talking about wrestling. When, but anyway, Netflix sort your shit out. Yeah, <sighs> Netflix, you need to take things a little more serious. Nothing is uh, infinite. Everything is now finite. 
So I hope you start investing in actual like quality content that I want to watch repeatedly. Everything you do is entertaining, but the majority of it is one and done for me. There you go. Anyway, let's move on to the next segment. This segment is your favorite. Dumbest world record of the week. Why? Why? Why would I? Why? 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 Why would you want to do that? Okay, pasa. This week's dumb world record comes to us from Los Angeles, California. Oh. Ooh, As, but I no no. So he's actually is a, a Brazilian young man, uh, forty four mm. years old, so a little bit older than me, but whatever. Um, mm. Marcelo Ribeiro da Silva of Brazil set a world record for most t-shirts removed whilst heading a soccer ball. Oh wow! So he continuously, for those, I mean. Bouncing the ball on top of his head. Was it was it a ninety degree bounce or like was he just like did he have to like keep changing his momentum? Like, well, I don't know. I haven't seen acceptable. the video of it, but still, he he keep he kept. And then I, I guess he had the ball, t shirt off, had the ball, t shirt off. How many t shirts did he have? He achieved twenty two t shirts removed. That's pretty great. So he started off obviously quite bulky. <laughs> Wearing 22 yes. t-shirts. And you gotta gotta buy different sizes. You know, you gotta start off with the smallest and then and, and expand medium large. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So uh, it doesn't even say why, like if because normally attached to these dumb world records is kind of like uh, oh, and they were raising money for this charity and good things. But no, this uh, this he guy has to pay just off all those t-shirts. There's fancy doing it, I guess. Or maybe, yeah, maybe he, he like he'd lost a lot of weight and he was like, well, what am I going to do with all these t-shirts? Now I'm a small, I've got all these extra large t-shirts, large, medium, put them to good use, but more on the same time. At the ball. Hmm. I guess. I don't know. Well, Still seems pretty I would like to know, like, was he trying to like set the record with 25, 30, 40? Like, I still don't know how many shirts he was wearing 22 uh, maybe, uh, wildly impressive i couldn't do that with one if he was wearing 50 right shirts and he fucked up after 22 oh no i'm not doing that yeah. too again it's too hot uh, mike fish I'm, I'm 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 requesting i'm begging like we need if there's videos ever attached to these records we need them to be a part of the show my man because like i i, I want to like do you, do you start with like are these all t-shirts or did he like do some button up shirts that he kept open or so like he's bouncing and, and, and popping those off? Like you could, a shirt is a shirt, you know? Yeah. Was it like a, a t-shirt where he like pulled over his head or was it like a button where he could just rip it off? Oh, <laughs> like can, he, can he rip them off? Like or a like, Hulk. Like Hulk Hogan? Yeah, man. He's has, is he allowed to have the cuts in the back so he can rip them off easier? Like, uh, if yeah again i'm requesting more, if you, more questions if and there are videos attached to these please please we have to start supplying them if i find like, one i'll stick it in the description on the youtube video well, like these are things i never imagined that i would want to see and you're, you're bringing those to me and the waffle box posse and i i thank you Stuart squad all the same all in the same anyway shout out to marcelo ribeiro da silva for this week's Dumb world record of the week. 
Anyway, still to come on Waffle Box, we are going to be playing in the middle of the show quiz. We've got the Star, no, Star Wars Trapdoor. Yep, there we go. Uh, we're talking the Northman review, and then it'll end up on our feel-good story of the week. Uh, but we'll be right back after this short break. <laughs> Welcome back to Waffle Box. Still to come, we've got the Star Wars trapdoor. We're talking to Northman and more. Um, but first, it's time to quiz Mr. Kush Hayes. But it's the middle of the show. So, of course, it's time for the middle of the show quiz. Middle of the show quiz. So, the Northman has a very star studded list i guess of people in it cast there we go that's the word for actors in movies um so this week we're going to return to a classic game of older or younger so i'm going to give you a list of the stars and you have to tell me whether they are older or younger than the one that i named before so i'm going to give you the starting point and then we're going to move on from there so the first person is mr ethan hawk who stars oh. in Northman. And just to let you know, he is 51 years of age. Wow, shit. That's hard to believe. But yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, we're all there now. We're all there. So 51. That's our starting point. So your first question, older or younger, Alexander Skarsgård. Is he older or younger than Ethan Hawke? Alexander Skarsgård is younger than Ethan Hawke. What did I say? Who did I say? Ethan Hawke. Got it. Alexander Skarsgård. He's younger. He's younger. Yes, sir. Correct. He is 45 years old. Is he? Wow. Yeah, oh I know. God. I need to fucking do some setup. Oh, my God. Like, <laughs> Do I feel insecure? I haven't felt that insecure since I saw Brock Lesnar uh, at 25. And I was like, he's only four months older than me. Oh, Jesus Christ. The beast of a man. All right, so he's 45. So next one is Ralph Einson. Or in Innocent. Innocent. I don't know who that is. Was in it. So you got you got 50-50 chance. Is he older or younger? Older. He's older? Younger. No, oh. I'll take it first. Get it right. I'll, I'll let you have that one. He is 52 <laughs> years old. <laughs> Next up, who I was surprised to see in this movie is old Bjork. Ooh. Name for my youth. I had no idea that was Bjork until like I, they, I saw the character poster. And even then, she's only in it for like 45 seconds. So even though you should never ask a lady their age, is she older or younger than Ralph Ineson, who's 52? Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to stay just younger. She is... 56 years old. That's another one. Yeah. I was like, Jesus Christ, I remember her coming up. It's oh, so quiet. It, it, I just thought it would have been like 51 or 53, honestly. I thought that's where we were going with that. So, yeah, I'm not surprised, though. So she's surprised. 56. Next up is Mr. Willem Dafoe. Is Willem Dafoe older or younger than Bjork, who's 56, remember? 
He's definitely older than Bjork. Correct. He's 66. 66. I think, he's still... he's, he's, I think he still gets a dong shot in this movie. It's oh. very quick and it's super dark. So like, but he slaps that Always. sucker and you're like, whoa. What's super dark? The scene or his dong? The lighting. It, oh, it, okay. It's all lit by a campfire. Um, yeah. Hmm. Well, that's three. He, you got he, three. Had, he, he slaps his dick. He, like, Wait, he, he, he slaps it on someone or just slaps it around? He he reaches under his, his fucking uh, undercoverings because they're not wearing pants, pulls his dick out and smacks it to make a point uh, about his statement there. Interesting. Very early in the film. It happened. I was like, did he just slap a pepper shaker? What the fuck happened? Like, it's it's noticeable, but you but the medieval uh, gavel slap your dick. And that's final. Willem Dafoe, side tangent, Willem Dafoe's dick is so big that Madonna got worried about it when they did their sex scene in uh, whatever movie they did in 1993. I'd be worried if he strangled me with you know, a fight scene. Might, might beat you to death with it. Oh, what a way to go. Anyway, um, final uh-huh. one is Nicole Kidman older or younger than Willem Dafoe? Younger than Willem Dafoe. 54! Is that not bad? It wasn't a clean sweep, but 4-1. 4-1. Who did I get wrong names. again? The guy I didn't know. Yeah. No, I think I you... Didn't you not guess... Bjork was younger oh, Bjork. than him. I got Bjork wrong. Yeah, yeah my bad. Oh, well. I'm sorry. Still, Bjork. victory, Mr. Cushes. Congratulations. Um, next second month, we return to our Star Wars, but it's now time to get rid of some of these characters because there's too many. God damn it! Mm. Now time. Yes, there is for this week's trapdoor segment. So I broke this up into two sections. We're talking first segment is droids and then humans, humanoids, I guess, because they're all from alien. Oh, I got opinions on both. Motherfucker. Well, yeah, you have to kind of find out which one I picked, though, in, for the, in, the, in the four. So under the droid category, the four that we have to pick from to remove one is C-3PO, R2-D2, BB-8 or IG-11? IG-11. Uh, I believe that's a bounty hunter droid. That's the bounty uh, hunter it's, droid. It's, it's he, like, he was famously It looks like your water cooter. It's your water cooter with legs. Get, rid of, get, the, get him the fuck out of here. I don't care about it. No. Really? Uh, I, I've got nostalgia for C-3PO. He is a protocol droid and speaks every language that's recorded in, in the Star Wars universe. RTD-2. Why would you get rid of him? Like, Legend. He's he's important. I'm I'm I was disappointed with the sequels that he wasn't in more of it. You know, he would just pop in for a minute, like, hey, remember me? Aren't you did you? I came with I BB BB eight. I love BB eight like I love Grogu. Really? I see that. I was gonna go for BB eight because he's kind of like the kids, he's a children's TV character. It's like, oh I'm okay with that. Whereas, okay whereas IG eleven kills motherfuckers. Oh. He just like, he's got pew 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 and spins around pew pew pew. 
Think of a fuck. You gotta get rid of IG eleven because I just called him IG eighty eight, which is also another character entirely. So you well, because of your no, so we have to no. kill a character IG- because of your ignorance towards his name or its name, I guess. Is that what your science say? I stand by my statement. You know, uh, you, you, you don't want to separate a couple like C three PO and R two D two. Oh, C three PO and R two D two are safe. But you're mm-hmm. you're picking. You prefer BB eight over a badass mm-hmm. bouncy hunter. Uh, what does what does BB eight bring B- to the series? A little thumbs up with the lighter. I'm in. Seriously, I need that. I need that positive reinforcement, dude. Why am I always the one that has to give on this? <laughs> I mean, we, maybe we need a third for these. I don't know, dude. But um, yeah, um, IG eleven, get the hell out of here. All right, I'm gonna put this to Twitter. IG eleven or BBA, which is the worst one. Ooh. So we're gonna hold off on this one because I'm not laying down on this one. Next okay. week, okay. We'll, we'll inform you I, who goes down the trap door. But I'm, I'm looking forward to that. BBA, you're going down, pal. All right. So we'll see the results of that next week. Um, go to Twitter at WaffleBoxPod. Um, next one into humanoids, though. So the four we have Obi Wan Kenobi, Luke Skywalker, yeah. Han Solo. Orlando Carizian. Oh, hell. It's a tough one. Dude. Yeah, this is like the most intense one you've ever given me. Oh, my goodness. Like, oh, no. 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 I don't want this. I don't want to be a part of this. Like, Obi-Wan Kenobi is a space hobo. Luke Skywalker is just a kid who's wet behind the ears. Fucking Han Solo is a fucking drug smuggler. And Lando Calrissian is a, a fucking pirate, man. Like, I, you, you, who, who do you, like, what? Where, where am I right now? I don't, I don't like this. This isn't okay. I, I don't feel safe. I need a hug. Um, the only way I went about this was because it's very tough is which of these would I want to hang out with least? Least. So the Obi-Wan person who I. I don't know. I think he's got some great stories to tell. Han Solo, my God, what a god, what a G. And Lala Calrissian is just cool motherfucker. So I, as hard as it is, I out of those four, I think Luke's got to go. Who's that? Well, I like Luke. Is that a Luke? This is action figure. No, this is actually my Lando Calrissian figure, and I gave him the give him the trench coat from Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I, I, I am, I, I took something cool and I made it cooler. Not so bad. Lando has, Lando, Lando has to stay. Lando stay. Okay. All right. Lando safe. I'm gonna put you right over here, buddy. Um. See, I'm very. But you can't, you can't get rid of Han Solo because he he flies the Millennium Falcon. That's how they get there, dude. He's like, you you. And Han Solo. You know, he like I'm not a Han Solo fan even, but I'm just like you can't yeah, that guy can't go. I think I think, I don't, I don't think the other three go. are more important than Luke Skywalker. Luke Skywalker, well, Luke Skywalker is, is the obviously, protagonist. But... He's the dude. Yeah, but he's There's not no the best Star Wars character. without him. 
I think it's. Oh. Oh. What are you? Who are you saying we're getting rid of? I, I, out of those four, it's, it's not. I'm just going to shout. It's not an yeah, easy one. Before I get hate mail, through. it's not an easy one. But out of those four, I'm going with Luke to go down the trapdoor. I like Luke Skywalker. I like all four of them, but one of them has to go. You know, Luke Skywalker is a Jedi, and he, he's one of the most powerful Jedi, and he's going to get out of this trapdoor, and we're going to see. Him I again. guess he could so, save himself. So if you if you have to drop him down the trapdoor, fine. But Luke Skywalker's coming back, and he's going to be a motherfucker. <laughs> Peace out, Luke. That was a hard one. I can, I can see the pain in your eyes, even though you're wearing sunglasses. It hurts, man. It hurts. Yeah. All right, well, let's, che- let's cheer you up. Now. Let's cheer you up. Oh. Let's, uh, oh. let's get you to talk about a movie you watched recently. Uh, it's time oh, now. I wish I got a second time on it. For Cush's Movie Review. Cush's Movie Review. We're talking the Northman, which I can Whenever I was just thinking, I always think it's either the Norsemen or the Northmans or the Northmen. <laughs> it's the Northman, technically, I guess. Mm-hmm. So what is this about other than Willem Dafoe's big dick? This is basically Norse Conan. Uh, even Robert Eggers admits he's like, yeah, I just took Conan and I made him a Viking. Uh, and and I'm, I'm okay with that. So I, I believe I... I, I I believe I predicted that on two waffle boxes ago. Uh, whereas a lot of people were going, I thought this was going to be Braveheart. And, and they were ultimately disappointed. And I don't understand that disappointment. But, uh, you know, those folks are dumb. And I probably get into fights on Twitter with them, anyways. Probably. Is that it? Is that your review? The uh, okay, that's my review. Thank you for coming. Check us out on Waffle Box Pod <laughs> at Twitter. Uh, no. This movie is fucking dope. It's not getting the love it deserves. It, more people should be seeing it for whatever. Well, I understand why kids' films are beating it, but at the same time, like, go out and see this motherfucking movie, dude. I wish we had actually talked about it last week, but it did just slightly better than the movie we reviewed last week. So cool. This is a movie about a kingdom that breaks down. The, the, the youngest son in the family, who's the son of Ethan Hawke and Nicole Kidman, They're, his uncle, the king's brother, betrays them and not only murders the king, but takes the wife for his own selfish needs. And the kid, he gets away safely. Spoiler alert. But he becomes a Viking with a whole different other clan. And he's like the greatest Viking ever. And he, he murders, and they throw a lot of throw a lot of different you know red herrings. At one point, our clan very early in the film, our clan is swimming towards the, the the next fort that they're going to conquer and destroy and make their own. And we we see a, a, a father and son just fishing, minding their own business, probably not even part of that fort. Or if they are, so what? Who cares? But they're the archer on that boat murders both of them like child goes first and then the dad before the dad even has time to react the kid is dead and the the northman 
Alexander Skarsgård is just so fucking intense right now. You're like, oh, he's going to kill that motherfucker because he just murdered his child. Nope. That's his boy. And they have to get busy. And they, they fucking conquer this entire village. And then you see this village is after it's being conquered. And uh, the Northman's tribe, I don't remember what they're called. I don't think it fucking matters at this point. But you see them hurting all the children in this one building. And you're like, well, I don't know what's going on there, but surely the Northman's going to fucking, like, save those kids. Nope. They set the fucking building on fire and murder every fucking child in that goddamn village. And you're like, what the fuck? This movie, hate kids. Remember, it's all, it's, it's, he doesn't hate kids, but he is all about revenge, dude. He has become the perfect murder machine so that he can murder his uncle for not only killing his dad but 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 stealing his mother and 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 ruling over the entire kingdom that he he was entitled to that's his so destiny it's, he's it's, supposed to be the next king so it's lion king there have been many comparisons to the lion king my friend that's also a fun comparison probably does he, more ha- does he have a, a timon and pumba no oh he hooks up with so he finds out that his tribe is about to sell a bunch of a bunch of villagers Ooh, nah, that are now of. slaves to his uncle. It's a wonderful place. And, and also, it also been revealed that not only did his uncle a bad king, a bad person in general, but he's a bad ruler because he lost the kingdom to another man in a war over the past 14 years that the North Man was growing up. But the Northman's all about just like. Well, that fucking sucks, but I still got a revenge here. So he cuts off his ponytail, shaves his beard, Ooh. gives himself a slave brand, which is also just like, why would you do that? And then sneaks aboard a, a, a slave boat on the way to his uncle's goat farm. The goddamn goat farm, Mike Fish. And uh, Anna Tedda Joy is there. And she's like, yo. I know why I'm a slave, but why why are you trying to make all these guys think that you're a slave? Also, why do these guys who look just like you and are your equal height and mass and build think that you're just a random ass slave that they conquered? <laughs> What's going on here? Anyway, they get to the uncle's goat farm. And of course, you know, it's been 15 years, 20 years. Who knows, dude? But uncle doesn't recognize him. But there's... At no point do you feel bad for anybody in this, dude. Like, everybody in this is a shithead. A lot of it is just for survival purposes, but no one's a good person. There's a terrible reveal where you're just like, oh my god, I can't believe they went there, but it's those times. They probably went there. Um, There's a lot of trippy shit in this. I I would absolutely recommend you go in altered Um. You won't have a bad time if you're not, but if you do, you'll have a much better time. And uh, yeah, man, like no one is bad in this. Everyone is fantastic. I loved every minute of this. It's two hours and 15 minutes. I wouldn't recommend cutting a single minute from this. I wanted to know more. I wouldn't recommend adding any more to this, but I had a fantastic time, many points in the movie. And I did a double feature that night. I was on the edge of my seat, just wanting to soak in more 
again, a lot of people went into this thinking it was Braveheart and were, I don't think they were misled. (laughs) I don't think they were misled, but as I was on my way, like I had to, I had to wait for the fucking end title card to come up. I had to put my coat on. I had to run out the door and catch the Nick Cage movie that we reviewed last week. Go catch that kids at Waffle Box Pod. And as I was on my way out, like it, the theater was pretty silent. Like there was no applauses, which I would love your opinion on American theater applauses, Mike Fish, later. Later. Um, I heard the dude who was immediately behind me tell the chick he was with, I don't know if it was his date or his just platonic movie buddy, but he was like, that's the loudest uh, non-applause I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, dude. It was great. Just suck it in. Like, think about it for a minute. There, like some real crazy shit went on in there. Okay, like like we get we get a naked sword fight at one point. Uh, you know, it, shit goes wild in this movie, dude. It's uber violent when it needs to be. It's absolutely trippy when it wants to be. It has a story that doesn't make you feel bad for anybody, but you're still invested in the story. It has a twist that makes you go, "God damn it!" Uh, like Kush Hayes's review of The Northman is five out of five. You need to, if you can't get into your screening a Doctor Strange 2 this weekend, you need to see The Northman. More people need to see The Northman. Don't, don't sleep on this, folks. Don't, don't wait for this to show up on streaming. This is going to be a better experience in the theater. It's, it's fair to call it Conan because the guy who made it said, I'm modeling it after Conan. It's fair to call it um, The Lion King. Conan the Lion King. A lot of people compare this to Hamlet as well. That's all. It's all the same. All right. But everybody is a fantastic. It's it's a dope story. Lots of violence when you want it. It's never it never overpowers the story or the visuals or anything. Lots of nudity. Again, there's nudity in it. It's no, it's tasteful. It's tasteful. It's but again, there's a naked naked sword fight. You, you're not it's not going to distract you. That's but dangerous. it is there. I mean, a sword fight is dangerous, but with your wang hanging out, that's nerve wracking. Oh my god! Yes, sir. So the Northman, five out of five. Go fucking see it. Next week we talk Doctor Strange two. Right before we move on to our feel good story of the week, I guess you kind of alluded to it. Um, real quick, my opinion: if you're in the movie theater and you enjoy a movie, I'm happy for you, but there's no need to applaud. Like the people who, unless the create, like the director, the producer, or the actors are in the same screening as you, you don't need to applaud. They don't know, they can't hear you. Mm-hmm. Just, just get the fuck out. Clean, t- pick how do you up your feel shit, about like how get do you feel out? About cheering for the movie too, like when 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 Thor appears in Infinity War with Rocket Raccoon and Groot. Do do you not go like? Fuck yeah. No, see, that's like, that's oh, that's those a, motherfuckers are there. That's an instant reaction. That's a like if Saint shocks you, you're like <gasps> if Saint makes you laugh, mm-hmm. you laugh. If Saint makes mm-hmm. you but I feel once the credits start rolling to start Can't that be your instant reaction? No, too? that's a choice you're no? making. You're that's a choice you're making. Well, I will clap my fucking ass off for the North man, but I had to fucking get to my next screening and I was still like a minute late. But what are you clapping for? 
That was a dope fucking movie, dude. Yeah, I want to see what, more like that. Are you like, oh, yeah. Like, dude, do, are you expecting the actors on the screen to go, thanks, Kush? I do not care. I'm enjoying that shit. I'm a clapping motherfucker. Um. <laughs> That's for you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a clapper. Just pick up the trash. Best case scenario is I clap for Doctor Strange 2 next week. I don't think that's going to happen. I think I'm going to enjoy this little mushroom treat I got on the side here. And maybe that's, uh, I'm going to be like, dude, has got the greatest visuals you've ever seen, Mike Fish. I I know you don't smoke weed, but bro, you need to smoke weed for this and maybe something else. We'll see. We will see. We will see. Tune in next Wednesday. Doctor Strange 2. Gummies are safe too. Do gummies? If I, I definitely encourage the gummies. All right, we'll check that out. Um, and let us know what your opinion is. Clapping in the theater at Wolfbox Pod on Twitter. I'm sure you will all be on my side. But now it's time to wrap up this week's show with this week's feel-good story of the week. This week's Feel Good Story features a story of war. What is it good for? Absolutely nothing, as they say. Um, this week's Feel Good Story features a, goes back to World War, trying to think of doing the quick calculation, World War II. Um, so Mary Mion, who turned 90 past Friday, was- She's Japanese? No. She's Italian, was 13 when her village in San Pietro near Vicenza saw fighting between U.S. troops and German troops. Her mother made her a birthday cake for her 13th birthday um, and left it out on the window ledge to cool down after she baked it. But then obviously during the ruckus and because the, they were hungry, some U.S. soldiers stole the cake and yum, 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 it up. So s- let me try to do the math. Yes. Yep. 77 years later on her 90th birthday at a ceremony in Giardini Salvi in Vicenza, the U S army presented her with a replacement birthday cake for her 90th mm-hmm. birthday. Okay. It's a very lovely, lovely story. It's a weird, lovely story, but it's a lovely story. Um, Sergeant- I mean, it's interesting that they would have any details about that. Like, I mean, war is chaotic, and I don't know how you categorize that or record it. So the fact that they knew a birthday cake was destroyed, yeah. I'm sure stories were told, and it kind of went one last time. Stories are told, though. But all right. <sighs> but Sergeant Peter Wallace who handed over the cake, said it was a little awkward uh, to replace the stolen cake, but it makes him feel great. And she says she's going to share it with her family. So happy 90th yeah, birthday, stupid. Marie Mion. I'm probably pronouncing that incorrectly. So I've heard name, but uh, Hippity-bippity. Hippity-bippity-bippity-bop. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, so if you 
see any news stories that make you feel warm in the tummy, uh, please feel free to send them over our way at WaffleFoxPod. Uh, if you have any recommendations for any other features, like the trapdoor, middle of the showcase, whatever you want to do, let us know. Send over your feedback at WaffleFoxPod on Twitter, and we'll give you a shout out on the show when we steal your idea, basically. Um, <laughs> talking about other content coming up, we've got some exciting announcements to make, uh, just because I'm going to fill my board time with some extra stuff. But until then, um, what is the good people of the Syrup Squad got to look forward to on from the Bosnet Network? Oh, you can check out the Microdose this week. The guys from Where Nobody Knows Your Name, the official Cheers podcast. Uh, they, they they come back. We introduce Is it the official friend. Cheers podcast? Official to me. Okay. They're, they are very, um, they're, they're very detailed. About have they ever fandom. interviewed Ted Danson? They have not interviewed Ted Danson, but they have interviewed uh, the producer and creator of the show. Uh, I think a couple times now. But not Ted Danson. They just entered season seven, and uh, it's it's a fast, fantastic season. I dove right on in after X number of months. Anyways, guys, check it out this Friday. We have a good time talking about some cheers. We talk about more TV, Moon Knight, uh, other D plus series, other Netflix series, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And uh, yeah, you're gonna enjoy that. Uh, you you already know the Kickass Movie Podcast has a season finale last week. We talked about Ring of Iron uh, or Circle of Iron, and you're gonna you're gonna have a good time with that. Wonderful stuff. Um, also, something for you to check out if you are a Twitcher, if you love watching stuff on Twitch. Um, I have launched a new project, side project called uh, Pop Couture, uh, which I'm going to be teaming up with other uh, content creators. So if you want to go to twitch.tv slash pop couture, if you don't know how to spell that, it's P-O-P-C-O-U-T-U-R-E. Um, and just recently launched that, been dabbling. Um, if you do want to join me and go over there and watch me do live commentary on 20-year-old game shows, uh, that's what we've been doing recently. So go to twitch.tv slash popcouture and you can check all that out. And of course, all the information that you would ever need is at WaffleboxPod on Twitter or at enjoywafflebox.com. But until next week, don't forget to follow me at Mr. Mike Fish. He is... At Kush underscore Hayes. But until then, take care of yourselves. And each other. That's all, folks.